Hello, and welcome to Talking Opinions. I am Anthony Livingston Hall, and today I am talking about Donald Trump's second arraignment day. This one happened on Tuesday, and given the way things went, I suspect even he is looking forward to the next one. And that's because Trump and his reality TV producers stage-managed every minute of this day of infamy. It saw Trump become the first former U.S. president indicted on 37 felony counts for mishandling classified documents and obstructing justice. And the evidence indicates that he is as guilty as sin. But this should come as no surprise. After all, Trump demonstrated his criminal disregard for national security mere weeks into his presidency. He had his reality TV cameras rolling when he blurted out classified information during a chummy chat with the Russian foreign minister in the Oval Office. But I am all too mindful that the evidence in his two impeachment trials also indicated that he was as guilty as sin. Yet he got off scot-free. Of course, staying out of prison has always been Trump's long game. And to explain what that entails, I need only cite the title to my blog post from October 5, 2020, namely, The Tax Returns Cometh. Trump literally cannot afford to lose this election. <laughs> because it has always been clear to me that the only way for him to stay out of prison was to stay in office by any means necessary. <laughs> this explains what motivated him to incite the insurrection of January 6. So Trump is just acting out the script that has seen him escape justice time and time again. It's all about telling gaslighting lies, playing the victim of his own crimes, and casting law enforcement officials as the criminals. But he has always relied on getting the media to become accessories after the fact. That played out in this case by getting even liberal media outlets like CNN and MSNBC to provide wall-to-wall -wall coverage of his arraignment day. No doubt they will pride themselves on their critical commentary, but their constant coverage made Trump look more like a conquering Caesar than an indicted criminal. Viewers would have been forgiven for having no clue that he was heading into a legal danger zone. And Trump himself acted as if the whole day was about the MAGA extras waiting at his resort to hear him deliver another woe-is-me rant. But there they were, cheering and applauding on cue as Trump bitched mendaciously about Biden seeking law enforcement dogs on him to prevent him from running for president. He has delivered this rant a thousand times. 
Yet his MAGA extras cheered and applauded, and the media covered and commented, as if he were delivering it for the first time. Trump is the classic emperor with no clothes, but Cicero, he is not. Except that's just as well, because Trump has far more in common with Narcissus, and, given the media coverage that has followed each indictment, this congenital narcissist might commit even more crimes just to get indicted. <laughs> the media previewed this arraignment day by warning for days about all the protesters lying in wait to make the Jan 6 insurrection look like a political love fest. CNN led this media farce, and they couldn't care less that their coverage was doing more to incite violence than Trump's own goading rhetoric. In fact, the media seemed hell-bent on making violence a self-fulfilling prophecy. Only that explains them previewing this arraignment as if their preview of his arraignment in New York City last March had already been erased from public memory. After all, warnings about Trump's supporters engaging in violent protests dominated that preview too. Yet, when the time came, the only violence anyone saw was reporters and camera operators falling over each other to provide more gratuitous coverage of Trump. And that's because the Pavlovian media hounds outnumbered the dreaded MAGA protesters, 100 to 1. The only difference this time was that the ratio of media to protesters was more like 100 to 3. <laughs> well, this was Red State Florida, after all. But even these protesters made media warnings about violence look like trumped-up hype. And that's because, despite reasonable assumptions, not all of them are fools. They know what happened to the MAGA protesters who heeded Trump's clarion call on Jan 6. But this episode shows that media outlets are no better than Trump when it comes to failing to learn from past mistakes. Which brings me back to their coverage. The media may have caused you to forget, but Trump is not the sitting president like he was during the 2020 presidential campaign. Yet the media are covering him as if he were. Their coverage was so excessive that even CNN commentator Van Jones exclaimed on air, This is crazy. This is not normal. <laughs> he was right, of course. But nothing about Trump has been normal since he summoned the media to his gilded tower on Fifth Avenue to announce his candidacy for president in 2015. And it's certainly not normal for a former president to travel in a motorcade that looks more presidential than that of the sitting president. <laughs> By the way, despite the media's willful complicity, 
it behooves President Biden to instruct the Secret Service to scale down Trump's motorcade to ensure that it is just like that of any other former president. And to be fair, what James was saying is not normal, is the way Trump was turning his arraignment into a campaign event. <laughs> Even so, Jones was projecting unwittingly, because what is also not normal is CNN covering an indicted criminal like a sitting president. I cannot overstate that Trump is only able to feed his narcissism because he can see his orange mug on TV 24 hours a day. That's why his arraignment was about the media's complicity as much as it was about Trump's criminality. The prevailing fact is that, despite all his high crimes and misdemeanors, the media are still covering Trump, like the ratings cash cow he has always been. The reputation of their profession and even the welfare of the country be damned. <laughs> In fact, CNN reporting on Trump is like the Christian Broadcasting Network preaching against pornography by showing viewers lots of pornography. <laughs> the mainstream media criticized social media for propagating Trump's lies. They said that helped Trump corrupt political debate and incite violence. And they doubled down on that criticism recently when social media lifted their bans on Trump. Of course, that's because Trump is spewing even more lies today than when they first banned him. The problem is that the mainstream media are propagating those same lies. And that's because doing so pays for them and Trump. The hypocrisy afoot is almost too much for words. That's it. Subscribe for free wherever you listen to your podcasts. And for thought-provoking commentaries often laced with humor, I invite you to visit my blog at www.ipjn.com Thank you for listening and until the next Talking Opinions Goodbye